and welcome to our podcast and within on the go. I'm Heidi Bilesma Epperson, one of your hosts and the owner and lead coach of the thinwithin.org ministry. I'm Christina Motley, your other host and also a Thin Within coach and Heidi's partner in all things Thin Within. And we're so excited to welcome you today to this podcast of Thin Within. On the go! Well, today's topic is one that many have asked us about, so we thought we would just go for it. What does Thin Within teach about activity, about exercise, about moving our bodies, and what part does this play in becoming healthy? I thought we would start by looking at how have we used exercise or activity or movement in our pasts. Mm. So Christine and I are going to share a little bit about what we have done in our past Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. see if any of these resonate with you. So the first one is I, I know I used exercise to justify eating more. Oh yes. I mean, I can give an example right away off the top of my head. I trained for a marathon and I remember talking with another marathon runner about how, well, when you're running 35 miles a week, you can eat whatever you want. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, I totally did the very same thing. Both Heidi and I used exercise to lose weight. We connected it directly to what the scale said. That is just a crazy, difficult, impossible pressure. Mm. (laughs) At least it was for me. I know Heidi, you were much more of an athlete. Um, my sports are miniature golf, <laughs> badminton, <laughs> ping pong, and taking walks. So you were an athlete, but it still applies. We still did the same things. Yeah. You were just more extreme, I think. <laughs> I mean, how many of us have done something active and then gotten on the scale to see if the scale had changed. I mean, right afterwards, I mean, you could go on a long walk or play a mean round of (laughs) ping pong. (laughs) I love ping pong. Well, another way that we may have used exercise or activity or movement is to punish ourselves. If if Mm -hmm. I had overeaten, I would make myself and I love exercise. So Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong, but Mm -hmm. even if I was wiped out or even if I wasn't feeling good, like a sickness or whatever, Mm -hmm. I would make myself exercise sometimes even to a place of discomfort or even pain. Do you remember the adage? No pain, no gain. Yes. 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 (laughs) And you know what, when I think back in my younger days, I mean, I was going pretty strong with those aerobics classes. classes. (laughs) I even had, I had some injuries with those because I was really doing it. I mean, I was good, but (laughs) It was too much because my goal was, well, I was just really driven by fear is what I was. Yes. Fear, fear, fear. We haven't mentioned that, but that's another, we used exercise and activity because we feared what would happen if we didn't. Yeah, exactly. that was, that's a freebie. That's not on our list. So then <laughs> if you be. happen to get sick or have an injury, oh my oh, gosh. Yeah, yes. I mean, doom, doom and gloom mm-hmm. and Lots of extra weight added or fear of getting, getting heavier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So Heidi, I know that you were a runner at some point, weren't you? Oh yeah. 
you were training for marathons. What was happening with that? I have a little story about running, but you tell yours first. Well, I kind of shared the thing about 35 miles a week. You can eat what you want. But uh, one of the things I did when I was involved in a very popular weight loss program that, you know, where you tracked everything um, Mm -hmm. and whatnot, um, I was super active with training for a marathon. It was, I I was my first, I never thought of myself as a runner. I hated running, Mm -hmm. but I thought I'm going to do this marathon thing. And then because there was another marathon, marathon that a bunch of my friends were going to do a month or two later. You're not supposed to do that to yourself when you're a normal human being and you don't leap over buildings in a single bound. You don't train for two marathons at once. And I had an overuse injury and I couldn't keep running. So that 35 miles a week or whatever I was running, actually it was more than that, but, um, I couldn't, I couldn't run at all because of the overuse injury. Yeah. I drove my body into the ground. And so I had to stop completely. And so boom, I gained a lot of weight back instantly because I was using uh, exercise to man that running stuff to manage my weight. Right. Really? So how about you? What's your running story? Yeah. So it was about 14, 15 years ago. And my very best friend was very, very, very sick. Um, and actually in hospice care. And I started running as a way to deal with my emotions, as a way to deal with my grief. So I would go at night when the kids were in bed because the kids were little and I would do this, this running. Okay. Now it's nothing like what you just said, Heidi. (laughs) I started by running a block and walking a block, running a block and walking a block. Anyway, by the time I was kind of, you know, done with all of that, not done, but by the time I felt like I was getting there, um, I could go about three miles. That was really my max. And I was, I did a couple of five Ks. That was it. I was done. Um, my, my friend went to heaven, um, but it wasn't sustainable for me. It wasn't something I could keep up. It wasn't easy. It felt very hard on my body. I went back to ping pong and miniature golf. (laughs) And walks. I love walks, as you know, Heidi. Another thing we might have done punishing ourselves is force ourselves to go to the gym. We made ourselves go no matter how we felt. And there's there's something to be said for doing things that we know are helpful for our bodies. But how often is it something we're doing because we think it's helpful? And how often is it something that we're doing because we fear not doing it? I mean, it's kind of a crazy making thing. And so for me, sometimes I would go to the gym twice a day, depending upon how my eating had gone. And in fact, I remember the guy who was running the gym I was going to at the time, he joked that they were going to have to forward my mail to the Stairmaster because I was on it so long every day. Oh my goodness. So yeah, yeah, joking about this. And I mean, every time you say anything, I have all these visions in my (laughs) mind of going to the gym and all the gyms that I joined over the years and the elliptical and the stair master and all that. And, but we're joking about it, but at the same time, there's something very serious here and very sad because we will beat ourselves into the ground using exercise to kind of conform our bodies to the pair of pants in the closet. I mean, it seems backwards a little bit and, and worse. Mm -hmm. I I think also I have elevated fitness, a certain Mm -hmm. level of fitness Mm -hmm. to a level that God 
isn't honored in that. And it's certainly my body isn't honored in it either. So often we hold up a body size or fitness level where it isn't honoring to ourselves or to God, anything Mm -hmm. that costs us, our spirits, our hearts, our minds, Mm -hmm. it probably isn't right for us. Um, and, and then within, we have often referred to the idol of skinny. Mm -hmm. And so often it's like exercise is part of what we sacrifice on this altar to the idol of skinny. Yes. I mean, it's That's scary true. when you think about it. It is. And the obsession. And I don't, I don't see myself as a person that's usually obsessed with things, but mm-hmm. wow. I mean, I was thinking about food all the time and I was thinking about exercise all the time, but I also want to say really quick, both Heidi and I love movement. We love yes. activity. Yes. We love to be together and go hiking. And play oh food. yes. Whenever we're together, if we're both feeling up to it, we don't <laughs> stop hiking. We mm. do. I remember that one visit Heidi, when we did like all the different things that were active and physical tennis and swimming and stand up paddle boarding. Yes. yes. Oh, and we both felt so good. And I say that because we both had serious health issues. Yes. And that Um, was a good week for both of us. It was, but I just thought, you know, I want to mention that I don't want to, I don't want people to think, oh, well, these girls are couch potatoes, you know, because (laughs) We are not, we love to move, but it's that dysfunctional, that disordered, I don't even know what to call it, that pressure, that obsession, that's where we know that we're not on the right track. We are out of God's order or we are disordered in our approach to it. I remember uh, when I was going through my marathon training and gym twice a day season, um, my family member referred to it as my bulimic period Mm. because I would purge using exercise. Now, back then we didn't talk about that very often. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us were doing it, but we didn't talk about it. Now, at least Mm -hmm. people have been more forthcoming about, yeah, it's been a struggle for me to not do that. Mm -hmm. So we want to go now to what thin within does not teach about exercise. (laughs) Good idea out there. That's a good idea. Let's start with that. Yeah. So first and (laughs) foremost, no, we don't avoid exercise or teach our people to avoid exercise. It isn't, I mean, not at all. all. He's given us our bodies (laughs) and he wants us to use them. And it's wonderful when we can move our bodies joyfully connecting mm-hmm. with our bodies and connecting our bodies to the one who has made them fearfully and wonderfully. Mm-hmm. So that's at the top of the list. We do not teach to avoid exercise. No, no. way, no way. We love movement. We love activity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we also do not encourage using exercise as a means to lose weight. <laughs> well, isn't that why we exercise? Isn't that why I'm going to the gym? Well, <laughs> we don't encourage that because as Heidi said, there's that disordered, it's, it's out of God's order, right. if you're trying to constantly manipulate um, exercise to lose weight, manipulate our bodies, our size and all of that. I think there's no accident that there is a scale in the locker room at every gym across the country, right? Yes. People work out and then they hop on the scale, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, yeah, it's just par for the course. Mm -hmm. All right. Another thing that we do not encourage is exercising in a way that's inappropriate for your body. Mm -hmm. We all go through seasons and whether it's, um, an illness, 
illness or whether it's an injury or age or whatever it might be, we don't want to push ourselves into a place where we are choosing something that is hard on this body that God has entrusted to us. An example that I can think of is after my health crisis in 2014, and I was recovering and I was beginning to um, add activity back into my life, I would try to do different things and refer to it as a wimpy workout. And I told Christina, well, I just did a wimpy workout. And it's like, okay. And what did you say to me? Whatever you're doing that feels good and feels right, that's what we're going to call a wise, wonderful workout. And Christina has her own situation. Tell us about that. I do. Yeah. So I've mentioned in other podcasts that I have a chronic illness that Um, I deal with every single day and that started about eight years ago and it's definitely ongoing and I have ups and downs um, and sideways all the time. And so if I'm not listening to my body, I'm definitely not going to be doing the right thing for my body. There are times when I feel like all God is calling me to in a day is folding laundry and putting it away. And there are other days where I feel like I can take a longer walk or a hike. It just depends. I have to be ready for it to change all the time. So we don't encourage you to exercise inappropriately for your body. We actually encourage you to check in with the Lord, check in with your body to make that decision. Just as we talk about spirit-led eating, we talk about spirit-led movement and activity And how freeing is that? Oh, I love it. Another thing that Thin Within does not encourage is using exercise as a reason to eat more. There are programs right now that for every few minutes that you exercise, you get extra food. (laughs) It's like, no, (laughs) no, no, no. I mean, it's it's like totally ignoring your body's cues because Mm -hmm. what that sets me up to do, of course, is if I want to eat more that night, I better exercise more in the day. It's crazy Mm -hmm. making. And this next one comes right into that. Um, We do not recommend exercising in order to burn off food that you've already eaten. It's that same idea. It's trying to constantly figure out manipulating, manipulating how to balance. There's no balance. It's like the opposite of balance. Right. Exactly. (laughs) And it is, it is crazy making. And I will never forget the day that I looked up like how much exercise it would take to burn off like a little muffin. (laughs) And I remember just thinking, is that the muffin top or the muffin? (laughs) That's the muffin. (laughs) And I remember thinking, are you kidding me? This is impossible. Right. Right. And it is. And it's not, it's not where we want to be. The math is always discouraging when you look at how quickly it seems that eating when we, when i started counting calories that was talk about crazy making yeah. and then counting the calories of exercise it's like wait what how can i work that hard and it doesn't even take a muffin off no it doesn't even take a muffin so what does then within encourage us to do relative to exercise and activity first and foremost <laughs> we invite god in yes invite god in we need to be evaluating our body's need for exercise and how much 
Like for an example, maybe I've been sitting in my rocking chair on my porch for a while and I'm feeling kind of stiff. I can tell it's time for me to move. I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna walk uh, halfway around the block and come back, whatever it is. And like I said, for me, every day is a little different. I need to be inviting God in. Lord, what does my body need right now? And right. that is a wonderful way to approach exercise. Right. And in some ways, what Thin Within teaches about exercise and activity parallels what we teach about food and eating. Yes. So right. If you have invited God in, which we encourage you to do with your eating, and you've evaluated where am I at with my exercise needs, like we encourage you to do with your, am I at a zero with your uh, food and eating when your body needs exercise we liken that to a zero oh, yeah. just like we do when our bodies need food so i love that i do too it makes <laughs> it so simple it my does. body needs to move each day as best as i can if i'm able so this can include doing doing chores like christina yes. mentioned folding laundry but it can include cutting grass vacuuming also mm -hmm. recreational stuff that we love to do like tennis or golf or pickleball we encourage you to select activities that you enjoy what yeah how amazing just like when we choose foods we enjoy yeah. And it's kind of like a whole body pleaser. Yes. Know, we want to choose what makes our body feel good and strong, right. not right. something that's going to be too extreme. Like Christina was saying, whole body pleaser foods are what we teach in Thin Within, you know, things that my whole body responds well to. And likewise, I have to think about it that way with activity and exercise. Mm -hmm. There are some activities that depending upon the season of life I have been in, my body responds well to, or parts of my body don't. Another thing that we teach is stop when your body has had enough. What? Stop when your body's had enough? That sounds just like zero to five eating. <laughs> yes, it does. And that's just it is we want to, and we have turned off the signals of our bodies for so long. They're still trying to communicate with us though. Right, right. And so we want to respond to that when that's saying enough is enough. So but stop so exercising well. oh when your body has had enough. Mm -hmm. Let's stay connected. Let's invite God in and keep inviting him in yes. so that he can say, whoa, hello. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We want to be sure that we're participating in activities that are appropriate for our current physical condition, not necessarily what we were like when we were a whole lot younger or in a total different season of life. I really get that one. <laughs> So many things can affect our ability, of course, as we've been saying, whether you're able to do all kinds of chores and walk your dog and hike a trail in the mountains all in the same day, run a marathon yeah. or move your arms only while staying seated, because right. God will show you the activity and how much of it that is best for you and your yeah. body at this season. Uh, of course, you can always use Christian music to make movement of any kind, mm -hmm. a worship experience. You don't even need music to make it a worship experience. Right, right. We have some helpful tips for you in addition okay. to what we've been sharing. So sh share the first one with us, Christina. So we definitely want to be renewing our minds about exercise especially if we have either avoided or overused it in the past. So I can think of a time just a few months ago where I over-exercised. I was so excited about going on a walk early in the morning. 
I knew that I hadn't been feeling well that week, especially um, that I was getting used to some new medicines and there were some issues there. Um, but I really, really wanted to get outside and have this walk. I overdid it and I was really paying for it the rest of the day and not able to do a lot of things that I I wanted to do the rest of the day. And so I went to the Lord with it and I said, Lord, I overdid it. Will you help me with this? I need to renew my mind about just right exercise, zero to five exercise, rather than just whatever Christina wants exercise, <laughs> right? And he was loving and kind as he always is. And he helped me to come up with a short truth list about just right exercise for me and that I don't have to worry about this pressure to exercise a certain amount or go this far on this day. So then I plan, I renewed my mind about what is true and what he showed me. And my next walk was half as long and not as fast. I went to a different neighborhood and I made sure that I was listening to my body and stopping uh, when I needed to stop because my body is fighting every day with the chronic illness and I want it to be strong enough to fight. I don't want to use all my energy up at once. Okay. So in my case, sometimes I have avoided exercise because I didn't trust myself that I wouldn't overuse it. Mm -hmm. So I have avoided it. So I have had to renew my mind about what is true about just right portions of exercise. <laughs> Yes. It's and what true. is yes, what is true is I am not my activity level. What is true yeah, is yeah. I may not be able to do what I used to do, but doing something is better than nothing at all much of the time. Much of the time. What is true is I can play with my dog and it will be it'll get me jump started again. What is true is I am not going to overuse it. I am in a season where I have more wisdom than I used to have about it. And so I, I want to approach it from the perspective of, I can do this in just right amounts. Yes. Uh, what is true is I can invite God in and be sensitive to his leadership and know that I will not overdo it. So I don't need to avoid it at all. Right, right. I love that. It's so freeing. Zero to five exercise, or right. like you said, just right portions of activity. I love it. Right. I now, there it. are some of us who have hated exercise all our lives, and we're going to get to some possible ideas for you that you might want to tell yourself the truth about, that it might be fun to try something new, that mm -hmm. it might be fun and sweat is okay. Sweat is healthy <laughs> for my body. Those are what is true statements that I think God would be behind. So just invite him in and that'll make all the difference in the world. Helpful tip too, in fact, is ask the Lord to show you his will for you personally regarding activity and exercise. Just wait on him. Lord, is my activity level one that honors you and honors this body that you've entrusted to me? Do I need to move it a little bit more? Do I need to move it a little bit less? Whatever it might be, he will show you. He will impress his will into your heart. And here's another helpful tip. When we're active, we want to continue eating according to the cues of hunger and satisfaction. So I used to get caught up in, you know, well, now how much can I eat? Because I exercised and we talked about that already, but it's so easy yeah. uh, using zero to five eating because right. if I, if my body needs more fuel, I will know it and I will right. eat 
more fuel within the boundaries of zero and five. If my body needs less fuel, like these past couple weeks, I haven't really done anything extra. I just haven't been feeling up to it. And mm -hmm. my body's been very sore. And so my body needs less fuel and I just follow those cues. It's so simple. It isn't the sort of thing where, oh, well, I exercised so much yesterday. I went skiing with friends. And so I should be sure I pack lots of snacks. I mean, you can take snacks, but be mindful of the fact that your body may actually tell you the day after a right. lot of activity that you need more fuel. But mm -hmm. if we listen to our bodies and we stay connected with those signals, inviting God to show us and not be deceived by our own desires. I mean, how many of us have been active and then justified eating without ever really asking mm -hmm. God to show us or, to, you know, connecting with our stomach mm -hmm. sensations. I mean, it's, it's happened to me a lot. So I'm at a point now where I, I recognize, like I went on a 10 mile hike once and, and my friends who I was with, were just munching away the whole day. And it's like, I did, I wasn't really hungry most of the day mm -hmm. when right. I was hungry, I popped something in my mouth, some nuts or something. But then the next day I was ravenous much of the day. And it's, <laughs> just, you just trust those signals. Your body yes. knows what it needs mm -hmm. and you just keep inviting God in. So you don't miss it. Well, and in the same way, like I used to think, okay, I'm going to go have this, this big activity day or this big hike or this big, whatever it is. So I better get ready. Load up, load up. Yeah, I better load up. I better eat before I go. No, I mean, why yeah. I need to be listening to my body signals and it will tell me exactly what I need. One of the things that I do consider if I know I am going to have a big activity day, like if I, like the day of that big 10 mile hike, mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to be fueled up beforehand, but I didn't want to be fueled up if I wasn't hungry when I got up in the morning. So mm -hmm. the night before I planned for zero the following morning before I left for the hike. Yeah. So you can yeah, do that yeah. by backing up and looking <laughs> at your eating the night before, eat less in the evening. Mm -hmm. so that when you wake up, you've got a nice, strong zero signal. Mm -hmm. So we have some ideas yeah. for you. If you haven't been active for a long while and need some ideas, or if you have never liked exercise and you're like, but I don't want to go to the gym. We're not telling you, you have to go to the no, gym. No, 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 no. no. So years. here are some ideas to maybe jumpstart your imagination a little bit. Yes. I don't see miniature golf on this list. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Miniature golf. That's the first one. <laughs> Ping pong. Yes. Okay. Yes. Here's another one. Plant and keep up a garden. Yeah. That can be fun and rewarding. Yes. Of course, cutting loose in your living room to your favorite <laughs> music, hopefully yes. Christian phrase music, because it yes. uplifts the spirit too. I remember when my kids were little, I would put on take the shackles off my feet so I can dance at full blast in the living room. And they would run for the hills. They're like, no, mom's going to grab us and dance with us. That was so funny. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, another way is to connect with Revelation Wellness or YouTube mm -hmm. videos or Amazon Prime. They have all kinds of exercise activity programs that you can stream into your living room. So you're in private. I really recommend revelation wellness because their service is 
free and they're fun and uplifting. They have all kinds of variety of intensities, a variety of using all kinds of Christian music. (laughs) This is one that I've actually never done before. Have you done this, Heidi? Gone geocaching and participate in a treasure hunt? I've been with people who have. Oh, it's such a fun idea. I would love to do that. That's really a fun one. So check out the website, geocaching.com. It's G-E-O-C-A-C-H-I-N-G.com to learn more where people have put at different things to find for other people to find. Okay. Another one, take a bicycle ride with a friend. One of my favorites uh, has been in the past to create an indoor obstacle course on a rainy day for my kids. And you could do it for your grandkids, for your yes. nieces, nephews, whatever. Right. We would make these long chains out of rubber bands <laughs> and then string them around and you had to go under or over. Oh, how we would fun. make forts with, uh, you know, the blankets and chairs and whatnot. And you mm-hmm. squeeze under, or you have to move like a frog through this. Or, <laughs> I mean, it was just a blast. And sometimes on nice days, we would build obstacle courses out back, of course, incorporating the swing set and doing all kinds. Okay. Let's see if we can move like a kangaroo through the, the obstacle course out back or whatever. Oh, it was really fun. So much fun. And you don't even know how much activity that is until the next day when you're really sore. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. so much fun. Oh my gosh. We used to push our couches together and put all of our pillows and blankets in the middle and make a big mush pot and the kids would jump in it and have so much fun yes and of jump course and our- crash that's a fun one where you put all the pillows together and then you mm-hmm. jump and crash and jump and crash oh my yes. goodness and our our carpet in the living room was always turning into hot lava and so <laughs> we had to somehow not you know avoid the hot lava and climb yeah. all around the furniture yeah. so much fun so much fun Okay, how about playing an active game like charades with your family? Uh, There's lots of energy, lots of movement when we're trying to play charades and and have somebody guess what we're doing. (laughs) It's so much fun. It is fun. Try something new like stand-up paddle boarding. It is a blast. It is challenging, (laughs) especially on a windy day. (laughs) Makes me laugh just thinking about how many times I fell off of that thing. <laughs> Going for a walk indoors, maybe a shopping mall or an a- antique mall or yeah. something indoors. So, you know, when it's cold outside, you're still right. having movement and activity, right. but you're enjoying and having fun. Bottom line is, we want to connect with our bodies and connect with God and move our bodies with joy and in worship to the Lord who made us. We want to avoid those pitfalls that plagued us in our dieting days. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know that when I first began Thin Within, I tried to avoid anything that was like a reminder of my dieting history and any exercise that I had to log miles, reps, minutes, Mm -hmm. whatever else I needed to set that aside. So doing all of the, the fun stuff that I mean, you just get your mind off of the fear that used to keep you going Mm -hmm. back for more. And I love that. One of the great things about Thin Within is that we are dialed into our hunger and satisfied signals. We can have days of differing activities and we can still listen to those cues. So no need to be concerned. Yeah, for sure. You know, I have an example of that. When I broke my leg and dislocated my ankle years ago, (laughs) I went from a very active life to boom, 
I couldn't move at all. Mm-hmm. I was, I, well, not at all. I mean, I could wiggle a toe on the other foot, <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I mean, I, I was not supposed to have a walking cast. I wasn't supposed mm-hmm. to, I mean, I used crutches, but that was hard. Yeah. That's like <laughs> exercise for sure. Yeah. So I continued to listen to my body's signals of hunger and satisfaction, even though I wasn't active at all. And I continued to release weight even Mm -hmm. during that time. Listening to our bodies is, is the key and inviting God to show us so that we're not deceived by our own desire. It really works well for 90% of us endurance athletes. Okay. That's another story, (laughs) but most of us aren't that Mm -hmm. So we want to give you something, an activity to take into the rest of your day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How about take a moment to pray asking God what his view of moving your body is. And if it helps, imagine Jesus sitting next to you and discussing this with you. He loves you and is passionate for your joy. Write down what he is saying to you. And and it's not likely going to be, you better get out there because you ate a bunch of food last night. It's not going to be that. No, (laughs) No it is not. Well, and he knows our bodies because he made our bodies. Right, right. So he knows better than anyone. And yes, he cares about those details. Yes, he He does. Really, really does. If you're wondering, I don't think God cares if I'm stiff and I need to get up and walk around. Yes, he does. He does. <laughs> he does. He wants to meet you in each moment. We are so glad that you joined us for our episode on activity and exercise. Yes. We'll see you next time on another episode of Thin Within on the Go. Have a great rest of your day and we will see you next time. Next Bye, time. For Bye for now. Bye for now.